Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. John 8, verses 12 through 30. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. And the Pharisees replied, you are making those claims about yourself. That testimony is not valid. And Jesus told them, these claims are valid even though I make them about myself. For I know where I came from and where I am going, but you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards, but I do not judge anyone. And if I did, my judgment will be correct in every respect because I am not alone. The Father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree about something, their witness is acceptable as fact. I am one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Is the other. Where is your Father, they asked. Jesus answered, since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the treasury, but he was not arrested because his time had not yet come. Later, Jesus said to them again, I am going away. You will search for me, but you will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going. The people asked, is he planning to commit suicide? What does it mean? You cannot come where I'm going. And Jesus continued, you are from below. I am from above. You belong to this world. I do not. That is why I said that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. Who are you, they demanded. Jesus replied, the one I have always claimed to be. I have much to say about you and much, and much to condemn, but I won't. For I say that only, only what I have heard from the one who sent me, is he, and he's completely truthful. But they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Father, thank you for your word. That is a light to our path, our lamp to our feet. Speak to us tonight. Lord, I pray that you would anoint every word that comes out of my mouth. Father, I pray for clarity of speech. Lord, for clarity of thought. And that the hearts would receive that which you sent forth to speak tonight, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have your seats. Thank you for bearing me with that whole time. And thank you, Pastor Daniel, for the great opportunity to be here. I count it as an honor. You know, and it's really exciting, and I'm like, man, um, wow, it's like, you know, this really happening, but it is. Praise God. So hold on. So real faith, I want to talk about real faith. Because Jesus did not mince words. Jesus did not, he made it very clear what faith is. Hebrews 11:6 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So God works thing, all things out for good. Amen. He is at work in the world today, and the way that he works in the world is through my life and through your life. 
He works all things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be concerned. You cannot, if you're, you know, on your screen and on your videos and all your things and trying to figure it out and all, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And why didn't this? Why did that? What? Hey, what? Who? It's, it's too much stress. And you need to realize that we are not of this world. That the kingdom of God is not of this world. And we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. And that, that has meaning to us. God works all things for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 says, who can stand against God's elect? We are justified, Romans 8.33. With God, all things are possible. When he was talking about the, the rich man, like, you know, it's very hard for a rich person to be, to be you know, to, 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 uh, to be saved. It's like putting a camel through the eye of a needle. And they're like, oh, that's very hard. Yes, but with God, nothing is impossible. When Mary, the angel, told her, Luke 1, that, you know, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. You're going to bear his name. It's going to be Jesus. It's going to, you know, save the whole world. She's like, how is that going to happen? With God, all things are possible. doesn't matter what the situation is. The Bible says we are more than victorious through Christ Jesus, Romans 8.37. It doesn't say if you have the right candidate in office, then you'll be victorious. Is that what the Bible says? Then why are you so sad? <laughs> why, are you like, why are you like face posting, you know, and like uh, yelling at everybody online? Come on, knock it off. God's on the throne. The devil's been defeated. We walk by faith. And not by sight. Acts 1.8, you shall receive power. I got the power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the world, the earth. Hey, we're here. You know how, how we got here? The Holy Ghost, because we are in the ends of the world. Praise the Lord. You shall receive power. We have power. Not power to, you know, not war power, not like Ip Man power. We watched Ip Man and I, you know, I introduced my wife to Ip Man. And she's a believer. She's like, I am Ip Woman. <laughs> like, she's like, oh. She wants to be a kung fu fighter. Kung fu fighting. But no, that's not the kind of power we have. It's power in the spirit. That we don't fear anything. As pastor says, we'll charge hell with a water pistol if the Lord leads us there. Why? Because our power is greater than the power of the enemy. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Why are you afraid? Where is your faith? Hallelujah. God is going to help us tonight. He's going to help you. Some of you are going to break through. This is going to be the greatest year of your life, not because you voted for the person who's office or whatever the uh, reason is we're going to live in victory. Hallelujah. Mark 16, 17 through 18 says, and these signs will follow those who believe. Not those who, you know, got everything going, say, you know, the way that the world talks about it. But those who believe in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. 
No matter what you're going through, no matter what is thrown at you, if you will stand fast yourself in the Lord, if you will seek him, you will have strength for another day. Now, if you try to do it yourself, you try to do it on your own mind, trying to do it on your own understanding, ain't nobody got time for that. You lose. But when you trust in the Lord and in his word, you know, please write these down or, you know, watch the recording later and take, it, take notes on these scriptures. Because I'm not just spouting them off to you for like a hey or a hallelujah. That's great. But it's so you can get it in your spirit. Because in the time of trial, in the time of difficulty, when the devil is in your face and saying, what you going to do now? Get behind me, loser. You submit to God. You resist the devil and he will flee from you. Man, you guys know the word. Praise the Lord. Matthew 13 says, but when they arrest you. What? 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 That's in the Bible, yeah. When they are, who's who's you? He's talking to the disciples. <laughs> when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given you in that hour, speak that. See, if you're listening to like the wrong voice, you're gonna get in a lot of trouble by what you say in that hour. But if you're listening to the Lord, if you got yourself filled with the scriptures, it'll rise up in you when the time that you need it the most, and you're going to speak that forth, and you will have victory. And it says, whatever is given you by the Spirit, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Now, brother will betray brother to death, and father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. That is the persecution that the Jesus was telling them that you're going to undergo. It's not going to be like in America, all everywhere, at all times. But we are in a bubble of time and the blessing of God that we are free. We can have big speakers and do all kinds of stuff. You can get out in your car and just shout, hey, Jesus is alive. But when the trial comes, when trial comes, not if, trust the Lord. Do you have, does your faith, is your faith going to carry through trials? Is your faith going to carry you through persecution? Or is your faith just for the next spiel? Or is your faith just for the promotion? Or is your faith just for the bigger house? Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 44. He says, but I say to you, love your enemies. Pray for your president. Did you know that majority of the world right now did not choose who is in the office for them? Did you know that? And what is the command of the Lord? Get ticked off, get on Facebook, and let them know how you feel. Because the Bible says a fool gives full, full vent to his anger. <laughs> the Bible does say that, but <laughs> don't do that. No, he says pray for your enemies. Wow, love, no, not pray, love your enemies. We love you, Joe. Come on, let's say that together. We're being biblical. We love you, Joe. Oh, you guys are amazing. Can I have a, a, a bulletproof vest, anyone? <laughs> love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. 
You voted for who? They should take your children away and put them in, in re-education camps. Lord bless them. <laughs> do good. Come on, say with me, do good. To those who hate you. Oh, that's great. I got it now. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. That's what the word of God says. That's what Jesus says. And we can get so torn by things because we're like, we got plans, man. I got plans. We got a certain age that we want to retire at. We want our retirement to be at a certain amount. We want things to be going certain ways. And it don't seem like it's going to get like whatever. Don't believe the lie. Trust the Lord. But we are to pray for our enemies. Pray for those who hate you. Your boss who gets on your nerves. Maybe they're not the problem. <laughs> we are to love them. Our problem is it's not, it's not our spouse. Our problem is not our neighbor who gets on the nerves. God knows what they're going through. And they need you to walk in love and pray for them and to bless them and to show up at their house and say, can I pray for you? Get out of my house. I'm sorry. Bless you, man. <laughs> Bless you. When we do what God calls us to do, he will change things. And if they are so bound, they are so broken, that they continue to reject the Lord, guess what? You still get the blessing. You know, we had a family friend get upset, and my wife in, in Brazil, and um, they didn't get their way in a certain thing. And they put a hex on Minister Rosie. And her and her husband both got COVID. You don't curse the people of God. You don't have to worry about that. Don't curse back. You bless. But when evil tries to come near your door, it's got no place. It has no place. Evil cannot prevail against you. But we prevail against evil. Somebody does voodoo against you, guess what? It's going to come back on them. Unless you're like living compromised life. Proverbs 26, 2 says, like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. When we walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, and I'm not saying it's a good thing that people got sick, but don't curse the Lord's anointed. Amen. And who are the saints? We the saints. Come on, everybody say that. Who are the saints? We the saints, we are the saints. We are bought and washed by the blood of Jesus. And if you're not, we're going to give you that opportunity by the end. Hallelujah. But God will work everything out for good in our lives if you will turn to him. If you will walk in obedience with him. If we don't do what we want to do in our flesh, we don't say what we want to say, we say what the Lord speaks. Sometimes it's good to shut your mouth. To put your keyboards away. 2 Corinthians 1.20, for all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. It's not the promises of God are yes and amen. The promises of God in him are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. James 4.3 says, you ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. When you ask the Lord for things, when you call upon the name of the Lord, is it in him? Are you walking out your faith? Or are you trying to circumvent something somehow? Is it true faith? 
that you've put on the Lord? Or is it just earthly faith of this world? Hallelujah. Because God is going to work everything out for good in our lives, but it must be according to his way. You can't get around that. This ain't Burger King. You don't get it your way. Double finger snap, double God. But you're asking him, in him, you're in righteousness, in peace and joy. Lord, bless my neighbor. God, bless him. Give him a bigger house so he moves out of my, my neighborhood and stops bothering me. That's a good prayer. Oh, God, give my supervisor a promotion. Lord, bless my boss. God, and not here, pastor, not here, but yes, amen. But not for us. Come on, I, hold on. <laughs> Bless, you know, your supervisor is, is getting on your nerve. Lord, bless him. Move him to California. Move him somewhere else. God, hallelujah, that he would bless you. Instead of like, kill him, Jesus. How many go, that's a witchcraft prayer. It's manipulation. We don't pray like that. We pray, Lord, bless them. I love them. <laughs> I love, love. Love covers a multitude of sin. And we are to contend until you see the promise of God fulfilled in your life. Don't let your tongue, don't lend your tongue to the devil. What we say matters. How you behave matters. The conversations we have matters. While we type matters, God is watching it, and he's willing to bless. God is willing to pour out his spirit upon you, no matter what is going on, no matter what has happened, no matter how the world has treated, where you came out of. God is able to do above abundantly more than we can think or imagine. But are you in the right position? Are you speaking life? Are you walking in faith? Or are you lending your mouth and your, your tongue to the devil? I hate that people, those people. I hate those that vote a certain way. I hate all, no. I hate people who drive slow. Don't do that. Love. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Those who love it will eat its fruit. The connotation of loving is like breathing after something. Oh, man, I, oh, I, I want that. Love what you say. Speak lovely things. Declare lovely things. Hallelujah. If you don't got nothing good to say, go into the Bible and find the good scripture verses. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would call upon him would not perish but have everlasting life. And post that. For love caused a multitudes of sin. You know, I'm not, like, if the shoe fits, kick it off. Amen. But I'm talking about, like, myself going through this period. Sometimes, you know, I just want to, yeah, let's form a militia. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. The kingdom of the Lord is not of this earth, but it is of heaven. And you're going to get these thoughts. These are earthly thoughts. These are earthly things that will pass away. That will pass away. What will not pass away is what we do in the kingdom of God. The words that you speak in faith, anointed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Those will bring life and life more abundantly. How you yield your faith will affect your life. 
How are you moving in the power that God has given you? Because if you're a believer, you have power. You have power. Come on, say with me, I have power. If you're a believer, you have power. And what you declare over your life, what you declare over your children, what you declare over your circumstances, what you declare, whatever, that's what you're going to get. Because you can have what you say according to your faith, be it done unto you. So we need to know that faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In order for you to experience the power of God in your life, you must believe. Even though you don't see it, you must believe. The walk of faith, you make declarations of things you don't see. But you are declaring it forth. We don't see a child being formed in the womb. But they're being formed. You got to believe in the Lord, even though you don't see it, even though it looks bad. No matter what, believe Jesus. Things look like they're going to hell in a handbasket. Believe Jesus, because God is able to do abundantly more than we can think or imagine, and he can turn things around. He can turn whatever around, and I'm not talking about the presidency. I'm talking about everything in our lives. God can turn whatever situation. Is it health? He can turn it around. Is it brokenness? He can heal. Is it sadness? He can comfort you. If you will speak to it, to those situations. No, looking at that at our text, Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. The inverse is true. If you don't follow me, you will walk in darkness. James 2.19 says, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. That's what James said. How many believe there's a God? Praise the Lord. Good for you. That's what James said. Even demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without, without good deeds is useless? We can believe that there is a God, but you're not, if you're not following Jesus, your faith is dead, and you're in darkness. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give a praise ring. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God, you're good. You're helping us. Help me, Jesus. When you follow Jesus, you will have the light that leads to life. When we follow the Lord, that's when you have life in, in light in your life. Verse 13, the Pharisees were arguing that Jesus was testifying about himself wasn't valid. He said, listen, you're talking, you know, about yourself. That doesn't work. It doesn't work like that, buddy. We have rules. We have laws. Don't you know them? In the flesh, it was true. In the flesh, it was true. It was scientific. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was the facts. Empirical evidence. But Jesus was calling them up to walk in faith. 
faith supersedes science. Where human wisdom is foolishness to God. Jesus was calling them to walk in faith. The wisdom of man is foolishness, the Bible says. Verse 14, Jesus told them, what I am telling you is valid. You know why? Jesus, this is what Jesus said to them. This is the explanation that Jesus gave them. Are you ready? What I'm telling you is valid because I know who I am. And I am telling you who I am. What? Wait a minute, Jesus. You want me to believe that because you said that you're God, that we are to believe that you're God. Who else is testifying with the Lord? My Father who is in heaven. That's faith. And they're saying there's no one else testifying alongside you. So that's not a fact. But Jesus is saying, yes, it is. Why? Because I told you so. God incarnate is speaking to them. You must believe my words. They're true because I said them. Do you believe God enough like that in your life? Or do you got to see the pudding? Where's the pudding at? The proof is in the pudding. Where's the pudding, Jesus? Jesus' words is the pudding. You judge by the flesh. Our eyes, our understanding. My abilities to comprehend and my intellect tell me that it is not correct, Jesus. But he cannot discern spiritually. A spiritual man can discern all things spiritually but cannot be discerned by anyone. The Bible says. And it says, even if I were to judge you in the flesh, I'd be totally correct about you. I'd be right. You know why? Because I'm God. That's essentially what Jesus is saying. I am he. I am. I am. I'm God. you got to believe what I say because I am God. Jesus is God. When I preach to you, when we preach that Jesus is God, you got to believe it. Why? Because he said so. That's faith. That is not in your head. You're not going to comprehend it. You're not going to be able to, that's, whoa, no. It comes from your spirit. It comes from your heart. And you must believe when you declare things in faith. When we were standing in the Max Center in Eagle River and we didn't have a place to go. December 24, 2017. And I didn't know anywhere where we were going to go. Literally, we're going to be closed. That's like gift giveaway Sunday. It's a big deal. Right? It's a big deal. I don't want to be the one like, you know, we can't meet under a tree. Hello, it's Alaska. It was snowing. But I would stand in our prayer before the service started, and I would declare, we're going to be in our own place. God is going to give us our place. And on the inside, I'm saying, no, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? This is so embarrassing. We don't have a place to go. The place we're at smells like sweat. Praise the Lord. Thank God for that place. It was awesome when we began. And But I would declare, we're going to have that place. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. In your natural mind, it does. But when you speak in faith, you are sending forth creation. For in the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was. So when you speak in faith, you are creating in your life. When you speak in faith, you are changing the circumstances around you. Hallelujah. And Jesus tells them, since you don't know who I am, 
You don't know who my father is. If you knew me, you would also know my father. Matthew 3, 17. Matthew 17, 5. When Jesus was baptized, he says, this is my son in who I am well pleased. And later on, when the mountain of transfiguration and Peter started talking because he was so excited and a, voice, a cloud came in, the voice came from, this is my son in who I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen to him. Jesus is God. And he calls us to trust in him, to believe in him, not with just a mental ascent of like, oh, I know that there is one God. So do the demons, and they tremble in fear. But we must believe God and walk it out in faith. Do your works testify of your faith. You say you're a believer. Are you preaching the gospel to somebody? Or are you a road rage believer? Or are you the cuss everybody out online believer? <laughs> or whatever it is. I'm not, there's no condemnation. Repent. Right? Verse 20, they wanted to kill him because Jesus said he's God, but they couldn't because his time had not yet come. And despite Jesus' testimony about himself, they wouldn't listen to him. You're going to try and kill me, but you will die in your sin, he said. You cannot come where I'm going. You can't destroy me, and you won't believe in me. Jesus was saying, you're not, you're not letting go of your status, of your knowledge, of your understanding of the earthly things. You live for this life only. That's why I say that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am who I claim to be, you will die in your sins. There is no other option. You must believe in Jesus Christ. There is no other God. Not all roads lead to Jesus, to God. No, there's only one way, and his name is Jesus. Every other God is an idol. Muhammad, Buddha, uh, whatever else is there. They're all idols. They're all demons, as a matter of fact. Any other entity, any other God that is not Yahweh, the Judeo-Christian God, are demons that people worship. That's why you see so much atrocities. Oh, not like the, the monks. The monks are all always peaceful. Oh, yeah, go to Tibet and preach the gospel in Tibet and see how they won't, you know, shove you in a pit that they shoved other people in the pit to die. Seriously. Read the, the apostle Sundar Singh, the apostle with the bloody feet, who was a, a, an Indian man who, who got saved, gloriously saved, and he has an amazing testimony. He went to preach in, in Tibet, and his testimony and how God saved him or rescued him out of that is amazing. Jesus said, I can condemn you for a lot of things, but I won't. When you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he, that he is God. Jesus is saying, I am God. You must believe in me in order to be saved. Because if you don't believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Jesus said that. He said, if you don't believe in me, you will die in your sins. Well, God knows my heart. You know, I'm, you know, yeah, it's deceitfully wicked and dark. And you should repent and call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He will rescue. He will save you. When you, when you believe for salvation, you don't just get saved for the by and by. One day, you know, you got saved. How many of you gave your life to the Lord? Hallelujah, get saved. One day, things are going to work out for good. And that day is not today, though. This, you know, today we walk, you know, 
we, we, we're not trials, brother. If that is your lifestyle, there's something off with your belief system. Are we going to have trials? Yes, but you got to be overcoming. If you're not overcoming, you're not done. You're not done contending. Hallelujah. It is not just for one day. In Hebrews 2, 3 to 4, it says, So what makes you think, us think we can escape if we ignore this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard him speak? And God confirmed the message by giving signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit um, whenever he chose. So we got to believe God and then take him at his word. And then move in signs, wonders, and miracles. We are to be believing for signs, for wonders, and miracles. Not just me, not just the pastors, not just the ministers, but every single one of you. What are you believing Jesus for? Are you asking God according to your own desires of the flesh, to, to, to the seduction that you have? Or are you asking according to his will? Because all the promises of God in him are yes and amen. In the flesh, no. So we need to take steps of faith and walk out our faith and salvation with fear and trembling. Believing God and declaring turnaround in our lives. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of the times or whoever, whenever, whatever. Trust the Lord. The, you know, turn off your Facebook, turn off CNN and all, the, all these other things. I got so frustrated looking, you know, it's like, oh, there's like a fashion gala now. at the blah, 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 blah. Like, what the heck, man? Like, we're in crisis and it's like, oh, thank God. Now, you know, everybody's, the designers got to be back. <sighs> Don't be afraid. Don't go there. Rise up. Speak faith. Speak truth. Declare the word of God. In your circumstances, in your life, are you speaking the word of God? Can you come and play, please, anointed brother? Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of the times. He's the God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. And human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. Act 17. He satisfies every need. If you're a believer, if you're trusting in God, if you're walking in covenant with God, you will never walk in need in anything. You will never lack for anything. God will open doors for you. Like, oh, but it hasn't been easy. Well, have you been helping yourself? You know, it's been so hard. It ain't going to be easy all the time. But are you helping the process be worse for you? Or are you walking in faith and letting the Holy Spirit chop things off and obeying the Word of God? I don't feel like doing it. I feel like, you know, doing this, but I'm going to obey the Word of God. Oh, I don't want to. When you walk in obedience, God will help you. And it'll save you from pain. Really, it'll save you from a lot of stuff if you obey Him. Because he will satisfy your every need. There's greater joy in the presence of the Lord than any pleasure you can find in the flesh. Sex, drugs, alcohol. That's why you shouldn't be lusting for anybody, even your wife. No, I only lust for my wife. 
I only lust for my, my husband. Wrong. Wrong. Don't lust for nothing. Love God. Love Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're married, praise the Lord. If you ain't married, seek the Lord. Run. Get in the place of the Lord. Take cold showers. I'm serious. Get a hold of that thing. Don't allow lust to come into your life. Well, you know, nobody's perfect. That is one of the main reasons, like, nobody's perfect. That's why you battle so much. God called us to be perfect. He called us to be holy. Well, nobody's, you know, no, yes, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. We can live holy. We can live holy. We can fulfill what God has called us to do. Verse 26 of Acts 17, he says, For one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall. And he determined their boundaries. He decided already. All that's going to be is established the times. He has established the places. Nothing is out of the control of the Lord. He has set things in place. But it's not so we can be America the Great again. I love the United States of America. It's my home nation. Don't get me wrong. But there's a reason why God has set forth the times and places. Why from one man he created the whole earth. There's one reason. In verse 28 or 27, his purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. He created us to be in relationship with him, to be in him. The Bible says that one day the heavens and the earth, the heavens are going to roll up like a scroll. God is going to create a new heaven and a new earth. We're not here for right now. God is putting in you through the trials that we're going through, through the things that we're overcoming. Can you remain faithful to him? Even when we don't see clearly, we see as in a mirror dimly. We don't fully understand why. We've all suffered losses in one way or another. But you got to decide in your life that God is good. If you're throwing your faith away because your candidate didn't win, you need to suck it up, baby. And you need to become a real believer. Give your life to the Lord again. Because God didn't come to establish presence. He came to turn the whole world towards him. That men would seek him. That raise hands, holy and without anger. Can you stand today? Anybody ever read the Fox Book of Martyrs? You should if you haven't. Can you stand today like the Apostle Peter? being jailed, being set free by angels, being jailed again. What would your life been like if you were stoned? Not with like drugs, like stones. What would you, how would your ideas be like if you were, had stones thrown at you and left for dead? How many ever been beaten with the, don't, don't answer, never mind. Imagine getting whipped 39 times. Being uh, with the rod, with the rod, thirty-nine times. Not like one or the other, all of them. How many of you have been in a shipwreck for the love of God? Not like a cruise that didn't go your way, a prison boat that sank. How much does that suck? You're in a boat because you're being taken to jail. 
because you did nothing wrong. You said, I want to go to Caesar. Okay, go to jail, go to the dungeons. Now, be, now you're shipwrecked. You survived the shipwreck, and then you go get firewood because to help all the other real criminals, you're not a criminal, like the Apostle Paul on the island of Malta. And then you get bitten by one of the most poisonous snakes there is. Like, how much does that suck? Come on, let's be real. You think this election was bad? You need to read that whenever you're feeling pity for yourself. Like, wow, not, not like the Apostle Paul. And what did he do? What did he do? He threw a fit. He cursed God. He got mad at all his relatives that were Democrats or Republicans. And they, you know, and, and unsubscribed and canceled all the companies that didn't like what they liked. And began to make their own shoes and, you know, and, and build their own. And went to their spider hole. If you have a spider hole, you need to repent, sell all your weapons, sell all that stuff, nonsense you have, and give it to the building project. If you're a believer and you got a spider hole, you got to get your priorities straight in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. I got to admit, if I bought any guns, like, sweetheart, it's all going to go bad. Just let's buy a gun. It's like, okay, yes. But not because, like, we're planning a spider hole or anything like that. Whatever. But seriously, if you're a prepper and you're a believer, you trust Jesus. I'm not saying, you know, be prepared and have, you know, yes. How many of you know that Jesus multiplied one meal from a boy and fed 20,000 people? Do you have faith for that? Or is your faith in your bank account? Let me tell you something. It's going to fail. And God is going to allow it to fail so that all things that hinder your seeking him fall away. We haven't lived Christianity like that the U.S. Woo. For in him we live and move and exist, verse 28. The purpose that God created the nation to seek after him, to find him. For in him we live and we move and exist, not in ourselves, not in the flesh, not in, my, in what, what I want, what I need. In him we live and exist. And some of your own poets have said we are his offspring. Since this is true, we shouldn't think God of God as an idol designed by craftsmen from gold and silver. He's not a genie that you can like give me, bring, bring me a promotion. I'm gonna give a special offering for that promotion. There's nothing wrong with believing God for that. But if that's the reason you're serving God, you need to restraighten your, your priorities in Christ. Because you're going to be very disappointed. Hallelujah. Aren't you encouraged? In the end, we win. There's no devil in hell that can stand against a person filled with the Holy Ghost. That has the power of God coursing through their spirit. That is alive in him. Hallelujah. I would encourage you to trust the Lord. Not to look to your circumstances. Not to look at whatever is going on. And he says, verse 30, God overlooked people's ignorance about these things in earlier times. In earlier times, he overlooked it. They're seeking after me. But he sent his son to die on the cross and die in my place and die in your place. There's no reason for any human being. If you don't believe, you will die in your sins. But now he commands everyone everywhere. 
Not some people somewhere. Everyone everywhere. He commands, you are commanded to repent of their sins and turn to him. It is not optional. We have lived a gospel a lot of times where it's optional. You know, I, I don't feel like my calling is to tell somebody about Jesus. You need to read the part where the Bible says, deny yourself, sweetheart. Deny yourself, swear. I don't like people. I'm not a people person. You need healing and you need to repent. Hallelujah. Are you encouraged yet? For he has set a day. God has set a day. Not January 6th. Not January 18th. Not January 20th. He has set a day that no man knows. No one knows the, the time nor the hour where he's going to come back. And everyone who has done evil is going to pay for their sin. And all those who call on the name of the Lord shall be rewarded. He has set a day for judging the world with justice by the man he has appointed. Who's that man? Jesus. And he proved to everyone who this is by raising him from the dead. Jesus. And when they heard Paul speak about the resurrection of the dead, some laughed. Like, what? You talk, what? What are you talking about? That doesn't even make sense. Is this like another Frankenstein novel? This folklore, is this Bible folklore? If you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. And others wanted to hear more. So God has called us to be followers of Jesus Christ. Mental ascent does not make you a believer. Oh man, I believe there's a God. Praise God. I believe there's a God. Yes. Yes, here's some money for the church. That's not being a believer. Are you following Jesus? Are you following Jesus? Are you denying yourself? Are you picking up your cross? Or are you getting all ticked off and, you know, turning tables when somebody doesn't do things you want to do it? When you don't feel like you're not winning. You need to repent. You must believe and follow Jesus. As followers of Jesus, our hope will not be on the president of the U.S. Our hope will not be on the prime minister of Australia. Our hope will not be on the president of Mexico or Brazil or Argentina or, you know, the Arctic Circle or, you know, if the Redskins are still the Redskins or not. That's not where your hope is. Your hope is in an everlasting God that lasts from everlasting to everlasting. Where you will be unoffended. I hate you. Well, God bless you. We prayed for family members. God, have mercy on their life. They don't know what they're doing, God. They don't know what they're doing. God, save their lives. Because you don't go against someone who loves God and is anointed, you know, with hexes and different things and come out okay. Lord, I declare healing even right now. That is the truth of Scripture. I've rounded out my children. I've talked with them. We've been talking. We watched the movie Left Behind a few couple of months ago. My sweethearts, God is real. There's a real God. Hell is real. You don't want to go there. If ever comes a time where someone asks you, you got to deny Jesus or we're going to hurt your parents, don't deny Jesus. Don't deny Jesus ever in your life. You read the word of God. They say, Dad, can I have 20 bucks? I'm like, you know, write Proverbs 4 20 times and, you know, I'll give you 20 bucks. 
We used to give more, but then, you know, I was telling my son, he was complaining, like, you know, my friends got 200 bucks from their grandparents for birthday. How come? I'm like, dude, do you realize that if you were to write uh, Proverbs 4, write it out like this many times, I'd give you two grand? And I was like, whoa. Let's re redo that contract. And we did. It ain't no easy no more. But why is that? Because I want to instill the word of God in them. We speak the word of God. We teach them. We worship him. I'm a man, yes, but I cry before the Lord, my children, so they know that there is a God in heaven. I lift my hands, holy hands, without anger, without quarrel. God, there is a God. You are holy. I pray in the Holy Ghost in my house. I sing in the Holy Ghost in my house. Why is that? So they understand that there is a God who loves them. And he will guide them. I know even if we're walking through the fire. You know why Daniel got saved from the, from the lion's den? You know why? Because he was uncompromising. You know why they got saved from the fire? Because he didn't have compromise in his life. Oh, you're going to kill me if I worship God? I'm so sorry. Lord, you are good. And your mercy, we will not bow down to a demon. And neither will I. And neither should you bow down to the only one true king. That is Jesus. And his, and his, that's Jesus. Are you seeking after God? Or are you seeking after yourself? Let's all stand as we close. I want to encourage you tonight to not look and hope for this world alone. Because God, 2021 is going to be the greatest year of your life. It is a year of overcoming. It is a year of blessing. It is a year of pressing in. If you don't press in, if you don't seek the Lord, 2022 is going to come around and you're, you know, you're going to still have the same sour face. Like, oh my God, life is so hard in you. Life used to be terrible for me until I totally surrendered to the Lord. You, you can't partake. When I said I do to my wife, I said I don't to anybody else. There is no eye candy. There is no nonsense like that. There is no evil. We trust the Lord. She's, I am hers. She is mine. It is the same with God. You call the name of the Lord. Are you, are you seeking the Lord? Are you in a life group? Are you part of a team? Or do you still have your, your reason why, you know, I, I, I believe this when the Bible is totally against it? You think God is going to make an exception for you? No, he ain't. If you don't believe that I am, you will die in your sins. That is God's position on your issue, sir, ma'am. Are you trusting God? Are you walking in faith according to his word or according to your own ideas and opinions? Because God is not going to, he doesn't have the stamp of approval on what I think. That's why I read so much scripture tonight. Because I want you to understand that I'm not being harsh. You know, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to encourage you to trust the Lord. Even though whatever situation you're in. I've been in a place where the doctor has said, this is what's going to happen to your son. He's going to be, his, half of his body is going to be atrophied. He's going to live for the rest of his life. We're going to have to break his bones and reset it. He's a newborn baby. He's... Head is going to be twisted. You know, we were 
We went to South Carolina. I saw a child walking like the doctor told him my son would have been walking. My son doesn't walk like that. You know why? Because I'm like, thank you, Mr. Doctor. God is on the throne. The devil has been defeated. I'm not denying what you have said. And I'm not denying that your prognosis could be true, but it's not going to be true. Why is that? Because I have power. I have power. So I grabbed whatever oily thing I could and I anointed my son. It wasn't even like cold pressed olive oil. If you have that, great. If you don't, according to your faith, be it done unto you. Went to the next specialist the next day. He's fine. And then he had a, you know, still had the muscle thing. We prayed. We prayed in the Holy Ghost. We saw the, the people t- twice. Physical therapist, no more. You couldn't even tell. Ever. In our business, there are times where not by not being paid, not because we're not doing the work. It's because the payment had not been released. Three, four months without getting paid, it's like everything is dried up. We got no money for payroll. What are we going to do? Oh, let's go get a, you know, let's go to pay loan. No, don't do stupid things. See, if you walk in the flesh, you're always doing stupid things. <laughs> There's a better way. Hey, kids, let's all gather in the living room right now. We're going to call on the name of the Lord. Because the Bible says, if you will trust me, if you will do this, if you will tithe, see if I will not open a window of heaven. Pour out a blessing upon you, such as you cannot contain. Press down, shake it together, and running over. God, and you said, prove me in this. Lord, it ain't running over. Nothing's pressed down. It's very empty right now. You said in your word. You said it, Lord. Thank you that it's going to happen tonight. And guess what happened? Same night. Over next day. Payroll goes out, everybody gets paid, nobody misses a beat. Hallelujah, let's go have some uh, extra chicken. Put some extra meat on my sandwich there, Subway. (laughs) God came through for me. You get cursed by sorcerers. Ooh, voodoo, black magic. Something going weird. You fool devil! Take your hands off and back up! Oh, well, I feel fine now. Whatever you allow in your life will happen. And we have power. We have authority in the name of Jesus. What is going on in your life right now? Are you trusting? Are you following after Jesus? Have you done all that you have done? When you have, then stand. Stand in the word of God. Stand in the truth of God. Don't be, you know, uh, a... uh, Back and forth, yes. Don't walk in doubt. Trust God. I don't see it. I can't see it. Trust God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Be Say, Lord, I don't see it, but I know that you will do. What are you declaring during times of trouble in your life? That's what you're going to get. If you believe God, if you don't believe God, you will die in your sins. But if you believe God, not only do you have his, his stamp of approval, not only do you have your salvation, but you have power. You have power to cast out demons. You have power to, if you pick up any snakes, it shall not harm you. If something deadly is fed to you, it shall not kill you. Hallelujah. If your house burns down, God will come through for you. 
If you're sick, you shall recover. Ain't no corona, ain't no leprosy, ain't no issue that can destroy the Lord's beloved. But are you standing in the word of God? I got this right now. I command you to go in Jesus' name. I command you to go in Jesus' name. Until you're done, you keep standing, you keep fighting. Is your faith following Jesus, forsaking the things that have laid be, that have stayed behind? You press on to the upward calling of Christ. We must do that. Some relationships need to be cut off. Some things need to be cut off. Some habits need to be cut off. Get rid of your cell phone. Lose numbers of some people you need to. Because until you do, the devil's going to have a hold in your life. But I want to encourage you tonight. You're going to overcome this year because you're going to walk by faith in Jesus Christ. Not in the faith just like, oh, yeah, I believe God. No, you're going to walk it out. Come on, say with me, I'm going to walk it out. If you really mean that, I want you to come forward. We're going to pray with you. As Minister Micah brings heaven down. Hallelujah. We're going to surrender our lives to the Lord anew. Don't, don't, be, don't be questionable. We can all move, grow in the things of the Lord. But tonight, this year is going to be a year of multiplication. This year is going to be a year of exponential growth. If you believe it, and you will walk in it. If you don't, and if you doubt it, you will not. I am not telling you something that I am not living. I am not telling you something that I have not experienced. But I'm telling you what God is doing for me and my family. What God is doing in Eagle River. As we're seeing families being added. As we're seeing testimonies. I was bound. I was broken. Now I'm free. And the Lord is going to do it in your life. Hallelujah. If you will follow him. Minister Micah, lead us. Come on. Lift your hands to heaven right now and begin to worship.
Jesus is, or you will die in your sins. The beautiful thing about that is that God is not looking to take you out or to get you for what you did. He's looking to rescue you, to save you, to heal you, and to put you back on the, on the trail where you bring others into the kingdom of God. So if you're here right now, maybe you're watching online, and you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life, you must be born again. And you do that by calling on the name of Jesus. The Bible says that if you will believe with your heart and declare with, declare with your lips that Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. So if you're here and you want to give your life to the Lord, whether for the very first time, or you want to rededicate your life to God, or you want to be sure of your salvation, I want you to pray with me. I want you to lift your hands. See that hand, God bless you. See that hand. Don't be afraid. See that hand, God bless you. God is going to do amazing things online. Come on, let's pray together. I want you to pray loud enough that you can hear yourself. Hallelujah. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me brand new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being my Savior. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.